Welcome to the Twinness Podcast, where twin sister Tisha and Tanika work to educate both hair care professionals and others with an entrepreneurial spirit. Please also join us on social media at Twinness to continue the conversation. And now, here are your hosts. All right, so let's get into it, Tanika. Do you service children? No. Okay. Well, no. you know, I, I thought I would ask. I thought I would start out asking you if you service children. Well, why not? Well, I don't have the patience or the tolerance for children. I start at 13 years old. Um, and even sometimes then it's like, uh, no. What about you? Well, you know, I was the only um, salon servicing children in my area. I had my adult salon and then I had a separate children's salon with bean bags and the walls were painted, you know, um, with animals and stuff like that. Um, and we talked about this before, but I didn't have enough staff to continue that because even though I may have the patience for a child, the staff, you know, were younger and they might not have had the patience to handle children. So um, I felt like it was good to have them on their own separate uh, area, but I no longer service young children because as I get older, you know, I don't know just I don't service them as much and I do believe that if a child is going to get an adult style they're going to pay an adult price so that's that's a whole different topic right there that is a whole nother topic right there um when I was when I had the children's salon I gave children prices so you know like I don't know a basic cornrow was like 35 dollars you know something like that. it was easy but when you talk about you want your child to have extensions and the such and I don't do extensions on children younger than nine or 10. Um, then that's me an adult style and they, they should pay an adult price. Why am I giving you a discounted rate on your child just because it's a child? Um, when some children have, have more hair than adults. That and then they give you a little more because they can't keep still. They got to use the bathroom. They got to, why should I give them a discount just because they may have a smaller head? You know, so it's a, it's an adult service. It's an adult price. And so I just felt like I was slighting myself doing that. Okay. Uh, and um, a lot of times, I, I'm going to tell you another thing. Parents will feel like this is a babysitting service. You don't just drop your kid off and leave and then take five hours to come back. Once I'm telling you, we only have 30 minutes left to go. And you feel like you could come back an hour later. This is not a daycare, you know. Uh, service. And that was another reason why I said, no, I cannot. And I don't mind if you leave your child there, but be back at a decent time. Be back. I try to call you 30 minutes before I'm due. That way, you, wherever you are, you should be able to get back to me within 30 minutes. I was going to ask you, um, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Third, uh, children pay regular prices, uh, babysitting service. It was a few things that you mentioned, <laughs> but now I can't think. But I was teaching at a school and I told them that I don't do children and that you did children. And they asked me, why not? And I said the same thing. I just don't have the patience or the tolerance. But then they're like, well, you're losing money um, by not servicing children. And the instructor, their instructor was like, well, she's established enough to know who her clientele should be and who they're not going to be. You know, mine are 
professional women um, and I'll do their children, you know, 13 and up usually is what I do, but anything less than I just don't. And I've had clients who have had children during our time. I've been down here for 15 years. One of my best clients, her daughter used to work with me. She used to babysit Rain. She has a baby sister. So she said, uh, could I do her hair? And I think she was about six or seven years old. I said, okay, I don't do children this young. I'm going to try it out. So I tried it out the first time. She was antsy, fussy, crying. I said, okay, that's strike one. So mom said, I said, I'll try it again. Again, I'm going to try it one more time. And so I did her hair a second time and I was like, I cannot, I cannot. And so I told the mom, she has to be 13 before I'll do her again. But her mom was grateful that I even tried because I bent my rule, you know? So now it's like when my friends or clients or whoever asks, can I do their kids? And they're younger than 13. It's like, mm, I don't know. It's like, well, she's 12. I'm like, well, that's still not 13. I do children. I do do children. But I no longer give a children's rate. I no longer do that. And as a matter of fact, you know, COVID happened and, you know, some of my basics have gone up. And so um, I recently did a set of twins and the mom was like, oh, your price is raised. Yes. You know, it's been over a year since I've seen you guys and my prices are not going to stay the same. And I always have to say, and this is just across the board, um, every year, usually you get a raise on your job. So yes, I raise my price every year by a few dollars. So just like you get a raise on your job every year, I'm gonna give raise my prices every year. You know, and some years I'll have gone flat, I just let it go, let it go. But once it's time to raise, it's time to raise. And so um, yeah, no longer is that $35. That was years ago. We gotta come up at some point. You know, you can't think that you're gonna pay $35 for a lifetime. As your children get older, you have to expect going to pay more anyway. I'm not going to charge you $35 when she was five, the same thing as when she's 15. Like, let's come on, let's be real here. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the thing. And even like my sons, they are teenagers, 16 and 17. And when they go to the barber, then there's no child price, adult price. I they was going to say that. Thing my husband pay. I'm like, what? That is so expensive. They don't got no beards and stuff like that. But I was going to say that because y'all know I work inside of a barbershop and the barbers was talking about that the other day. Uh, we were celebrating one of the barbers that opened up his own shop. Congratulations to Q. Congratulations. But we were talking about that, you know, how um, the barber prices and even my son who's 16 pays full adult price. And, um, you know, it's just that's that's what it is, you know. At, in Georgia, we was talking about Georgia, not that it's the Mecca, but it's the Mecca for us. I'm in Alabama, Georgia's a state away, and how their prices, how we gotta be competitive to their prices so far as the barbers was talking about that. So, and even, you know, we told, let's talk about friends and family. I have a lot of friends who have their children come and get their hair done. Now, yes, I do give discounted prices, but, they're not much less than my regular prices. And my friends are like, because we want to support your business. Again, they're professional people and they understand that this is my livelihood um, and that it's a service and it takes time. Most of their kids got a ton of hair as well. And so they're like, no, we're going to support your business and we're going to pay you what you say you want to be paid. We're not going to try to shuck and jive you. We're not going to try to make you come down. You know, whatever you say, that's what we're going to pay. And I appreciate that because, you know, sometimes family and friends could be the worst. 
We want to say thank you for watching. This is the Twinness. This is Tisha McDonald, um, Alternatives Beauty Studio. And this is Tanika Gillar. I am naturally yours. Straight face today, you guys. No makeup. It's my day off. I'm really enjoying it. You know, Sundays are my best days with my daughter. You know, I love Sundays and people know why. That's like my best day with my daughter. And today we're talking about do you service children? Does your salon service children? Does the salon you may go to service children? Today is does the salon service children? And I do service children. However, I, I'm just going to reiterate what I said uh, earlier. If your child is getting an adult service, your child is going to pay an adult price. Between child pricing and adult pricing, because if I'm putting an extension in, I'm putting an extension in. It doesn't matter that your child is young, you know, um, and you could say my child's head is smaller. However, there's other factors going into doing a child's head. Like I said earlier, sometimes the child is standing up, going to the bathroom back and forth. Sometimes, you know, um, they can't take it. And sometimes I have to just continue to serve it, you know, but um, for the most part, if your child is going to get an adult service, your child is going to pay an adult price. Um, this is Tanika, and I do not service children under the age of 13. So we're opposite again, you guys. I don't even know if we're even twins at this point anymore. We have so many discrepancies, but um, I do not service children um, because I can't deal with the crying and the ins and the outs. Oh, I just don't have the patience for it. I barely have the patience for the adults I have to service Sometimes on a regular basis. Sometimes it's a challenge when the parents are there. Sometimes the children act out worse if the parents stay. But another reason also is what I said earlier. Sometimes the parents do the dump and leave. And then when it's time for them to pick up their children, it's it takes them too long to get back. So I'm not <laughs> giving a discounted price, especially if I'm um, babysitting. You know, mm -hmm. when I say be back at a certain time, you need to be back at a certain time. You know, so um, and I always try to give a 20, 30 minute um, time frame. I'm going to be done in 20 minutes. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to be done in 30 minutes. And then mm -hmm. sometimes I'm still sitting here 45 minutes later and the parent is not there. An hour later, the parent is not there. So uh, how you doing, Deborah? <laughs> <laughs> but I have a little baby girl and she'll be coming uh, within the next week or two. And she's four and she comes with her grandmother uh, and her mom. Her, her mom doesn't get service, but the grandmother does. And she has locked. That's my baby girl. She's the most well-behaved child that I've had, hands down, ever. She is the most <laughs> well-behaved little girl. And, you know, the first time she was a little squeamish because kids are scared to lay back in that bowl. But now she's like, when am I going to see Miss Tisha? You know, she's ready. And she's four. And I started her when she was two years old. And um, I think I that makes a difference. Or, that makes well, a difference. I think yeah. that makes a difference. What they brought up in the salon, in the environment, For you sure. know, um, that that makes a difference. But to plop a child in my chair and they want braids or something, just putting the comb to them and they ouching and oohing and ah, uh, uh, I just it does something to me. It's like, oh, I just can't deal with that. I don't know if it's sensitive, like, mm, or it's like, no, like this is not going to work, you know. Also, you got to remember, I service a lot of children and youth. So I service a lot of adoptive parents who bring in their children because they cannot service their hair. They don't know how to do their hair. So that's another reason why I do do, because I reach out to the children and youth in my area. Um, mm. 
So therefore, I get a lot of kids from the foster but agency. I don't know if Deb is still on, but I know that she used to service children, um, especially around Easter time with the press and curl and stuff like that. So I'm not sure she still does that or not. And I know that her daughter used to braid um, little girls' hairs, but I know for sure that her daughter doesn't do children anymore. Um, Deb was one that I used to work with when I first moved down here. We still associate with one another, so that's a good thing. But um, this is Nikki of Naturally Yours. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. We are talking about servicing children, um, why and why not. We're on the opposite end of the spectrum yet again on another subject. <laughs> Um, I do not service children, whereas Tisha does service children. But that's one of her ministries, I guess, because she likes <laughs> kids. Deb said, nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Deb said she gave that up. I guess her patience is, a, she's a little bit, just a tad bit older than us. So um, I guess her patience has worn down with that as, as well. But and remember, um, right now, we're getting ready to go into prom season. You know, before it was school dances and stuff. So sometimes mm -hmm. I would get the kids to come, you know, if they were going to a school dance or something like that. But they're a little older, 13, 12, 13. You know, when do you consider a child not a child? You know, I, I said say 13. When they 13. Yeah, 13 I say 13. when they're no longer a child. So, right. Now, there's but, things that you can do. And we did write a book on this, T, I believe, on um, children and how you can make them comfortable in their environment to prepare their hair, to set the tone for them. Make sure, you know, have everything ready. Have your towels ready, your combs, your brushes. Have uh, everybody got electronics. So if they have a movie on the TV or if they have their tablet, just make the environment comfortable for them so that they are ready. Um, make sure that you moisten that hair so that you can get the comb through it so you're not struggling, that that's not the issue, you know. Um, so there's ways to prepare the child for a service. Oh, she don't do holiday hair anymore. That's big. That's a, that, that's a big one, especially Easter and Christmas, I would think, um, Deb. It's funny that school. Deb said that because I no longer do wedding hair. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. And I think that's when you start finding your road, your niche, and there's so many other people out that will cater to those services. So that's why it's like, you don't have to try to make all the money because there's enough money for everybody to go around. So just because I don't do children don't mean that there's somebody else that doesn't service children in the area. Thank you for saying that, Tamika, because that brings you right to the niche. Like I had a special salon just for children because I wanted them to have their fun, go play on the beanbags, go watch the TV, go do whatever on that side. And then the adults having their conversations on the other side. And sometimes the mother will be on this side and it was a glass partition. So you could see right across. And sometimes I would tap on the window like, you know, <laughs> cut, it out. Uh -huh. um, cut it out, you know, so yeah. So that is like your niche. Like you said, if I'm, I might not service, but Keisha down the street might service children or might not mind giving you a discount because it's a, a child as opposed to an adult, let's say. Mm -hmm. But it's like I was taught in school. Now, I disagree. A trim and a cut should be charged the same thing because once you have the scissor in the hand, it's still a cut, you know. But I disagree because I'm like, and my teacher, and it, I get it, you know, it's like, whether you're taking an inch or you're taking five inches, once that scissor is in your hand, you're doing a cut. So I understood that. Even though I still give a, diff a price difference between a trim and a cut. But 
I guess I'm partial because I just said I won't give a child's uh, price <laughs> for an adult service. But now when I listen to myself, I can see definitely the same, the same thing. Once the scissor in your, is in your hand, it's a cut, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you talked about um, add an extension and there's a certain age that you would do that. And um, we have a veteran in the building, Miss uh, Deborah Alexander, who she always talked about that at the shop, like, you know, not having to do all of these, putting these chemicals in the children's hair when they're too young because the follicles haven't developed and everything. And we know that parents like to put extensions in their children's hair. At what age do you say, say that again, I think you gave an age. I said like nine and 10. Okay, because you know, rain. Their hair is still very um, tender, you know. Right. So even then, that's still kind of young to me. It's when mm -hmm, the parents mm -hmm. come in with a six-year-old or seven-year-old, and they say, "Well, the extensions last longer. It looks better. It doesn't. I don't have to get up in the morning and fuss with it. I understand the convenience of it. Mm -hmm. Get that. It's the problem I have is when you have the extensions on the children's hair, and then they don't have the self-confidence." Okay. I have to okay. have it 24 hours, seven days a week. I, mm -hmm. I have a client that's like that now. And I've been telling the parent, extensions are not to be worn all year round. Her hair is gorgeous. She needs to give her hair a break. The daughter is so self-conscious about it. She needs a gorgeous hair. Oh, my God. I would die for her hair. Well, no, I won't die for it. But it's <laughs> gorgeous hair. And uh -huh. because she doesn't want to deal with it, because the mom doesn't want to deal with it, extensions all year round. I said, no, um, this, this this is the last time it's going to get a break the next time. You can't bring her back to me for the summer because I'm mm -hmm. not going to do it. Yeah, summertime is a good time for a little break. You know, and she doesn't have to worry about going to school that the students are going to make fun of her, that she's going to have this big fro that she... But that's, that's a whole other topic. That's like a, a topic for self-esteem and self -esteem, yeah. our, our youth, you know. But that's um, what I believe. Like when you start the extension so young, you know, then the kids, they feel like they have to have it, you know, like they can't live without it, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of factors in that. So that's why I said that's another topic, because you got social media, you have music videos um, and things like that, that influence kids and make them yeah, feel yeah. a certain way, you know? Like people um, love this purple and green in my head. The kids mm -hmm. love the green and purple. It's an, mm -hmm. it's, it's an attractor. And, you know, parents will say, is that a permanent color? What is in your hair? And I will mm -hmm. say, it's just yarn. It's not, you mm -hmm. know. Oh. Yeah. And and then that's another factor, too, because, you know, I did a young lady yesterday. She's turning 13. So she's 12 right now. And she got the purple the same as your hair color. She got kinky twist yesterday. And, um, you know, she was asking her mom, what about blonde? Can I get blonde? And her mom was like, hell no. Like, no, you can't get no blonde. You know, have you ever seen me with blonde? And, uh, you know, so she tried to compare herself to her older sister, who's in her 20s. And she said, how old is your older sister? Her 20s. And she's grown, you know, but you are only 12. No, you're not getting blonde. So I think that it's fun for parents to let children express themselves with the blues and the greens and the purples, you know, but then, Why you know, like, blonde? I, I have no idea. I think experiment with the greens and the blues and the purples. Why not blonde? Blonde is a natural color. Well, you know, blonde has different connotations. So, you know, yeah. yeah so, but anyway, 
This is Tanika or Nikki of Naturally Yours. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama once again. And we have Tisha McDonald, who is in, I don't know where to say. Where you at, Tisha? Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania. So Alternatives Beauty Studio. So I mean, look at the poster behind you, T. So you okay. have your, your daughter up there, the one okay. when she was a baby baby, and now her as a teenager. Look at her, so glamorous. So yes. one with her natural hair, one with her extensions, you know, yes. but she's old enough to kind of, and she could go in and out with it. She knows how to be um, okay without the yes. extension. She and has the self-esteem. The with the white, the, when she was, she was only three years old in that photo. And I'm so proud of her that she understood direction from the photographer, her dad. Um, <laughs> but her, just don't turn your whole body, just turn your head. You know, but yes, that's her natural hair with her braids and her twist. And then when you look at the other photo, she's a little older now. She was 14 during that photo shoot. And those are definitely extensions. She's so gorgeous. She's so beautiful. Yes. She's yes. So, beautiful. Oh, so, but she wears her own natural hair now. And now at 15, she decided I'm locking. How is talk that about, going? Talk about, about self-confidence. She has no shame. She knows okay. she grew up like this. You know, she grew up like this. She's yes. getting her hair groomed on Wednesday. And she has a okay. match Wednesday afternoon. So, you okay. know, okay. Ready. All right, then. I love it. But anyway, you guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Twinness Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you can continue to get the most recent content.